0: So, how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? What is going on, Quick Talk World? How the heck are you guys? Hope you're having a great summer. Hope all of your wildest dreams are coming true every single day. And, uh, you know, the year's about half over. Can you believe that? Can you believe that we're almost half over? It's pretty wild. Well, this weekend, I get to go on a pretty epic, amazing adventure. And <laughs> a little secret about me, I actually. Really don't like traveling. I love to be at the destination. I hate getting to the destination. (laughs) Kind of like a business. It's kind of fun to get the reward, but going through the process is painful. That's what airports are to me. Just in a few hours today, I'm getting on a plane going to Boise, Idaho. I'm going to meet a whole bunch of amazing ninja business rock stars for a one day private event um, at ClickFunnels. Some of the people in the Inner Circle will be there, but it's not like a ClickFunnels thing. It's just something else one of the other Inner Circle members put on. And so that'll be really cool. I'm going to meet Myron Golden and hang out, hopefully be able to like have dinner with him or something. I'm hoping, fingers crossed. Um, And it's going to be amazing. And then from Idaho, I'm going to Phoenix, Arizona to meet with a top secret person about this top secret, amazing, awesome sauce thing. And then from Arizona, then I'm going to Utah, to Salt Lake City, to meet with our brownie supplier <laughs> and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy and lots of plane changes and all that stuff. So wish me luck, guys. Like keep me in your prayers because it's not fun for me to sit on airplanes. And uh, but it, at the same time, it's like a modern day miracle that we can even do that. So I am grateful and thankful and lots of opportunities right now. Lots of things happening right now. And you know, if, if you notice, like the tone change. Um, Because I do a podcast every day and I try not to play games or hide or anything, uh, you just get the authentic, real Josh, you know, like some days I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to. I just, you can hear it in my voice. And as a recorder, I know that you can, but I do it anyway, because if I'm not going to be real and vulnerable and authentic, then I don't want to do this in the first place. Uh, And plus, it probably just makes for a better experience on your end too. I'm guessing, at least I hope so. Uh, but I, I'm on fire right now. I feel good right now. And it's, it's really it's because I feel like I'm in a place of momentum. And for the last few months, we've been stuck in this like holding period of massive opportunity in front of us, but not getting there quick enough. You know, my original goals for my core company, Send Jim, at the beginning of the year were huge and we're just way off pace of hitting them. And there's lots of reasons why and all that stuff. And so the step one is feel sorry for yourself. Step two is get super stressed out because you don't know how to fix it. Step three is identify what needs to be fixed. Step four is to do the thing. (laughs) And that's what business is, right? And I have nothing but gratitude in my heart, Uh, but it's hard for people like us to be thankful for where we are when we basically live in the future and can only see the next thing. And for me, not having a software background and drawing an idea on a napkin and starting this thing, not knowing what I was getting myself into. And just like with your business, maybe you didn't really didn't understand how difficult it would be to create what you're trying to create. That's where we're at. But I took that idea on a napkin and we're doing millions of dollars in revenue. And like, it's crazy. And I've been able to meet people like never before because of this podcast and I started this podcast so that I could promote the software and everything's tied together it's really really weird but one thing I want you to notice is that you know you hear people say like the harder you work the luckier you get (laughs) and there's probably like some truth to that but it's also just like consistency Um, I think at the end of this month we'll be real close to a half a million downloads on our podcast. Now, there's lots of big business podcasts that get a half a million downloads a month. You know, Entrepreneur on Fire gets a million downloads a month. Um, And I'm speaking to a smaller niche of people, home service companies or local businesses. Um, But, you know, it's pretty cool that I can sit in Costa Rica and decide to make a podcast and then say a whole bunch of things and all these people all over the world listen to me. But the reason it's working is because I've stuck with it for so long. You know, I'm over two years of doing this and chopping wood and being consistent and giving, 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 right? That is the path. And it's a long one when you're going through it. But then when you look back, it's a short one. So for example... Uh, we're not going to hit $10 million this year with Send Jim, probably. (laughs) Probably not going to happen. And that was my original goal, right? But let's say we hit two or three or four. Four would be great. But let's say it's two or three, right? And let's say the podcast ends the year close to a million downloads, you know, total in its history. When I look back at that, it's like it's fast because I'm looking backwards. I'm like, oh, my gosh, look what we did, right? The problem is, and the overwhelm comes from staring at the future and only seeing what you don't have yet. And I struggle with that. I do because I am accomplishment, motiv- um, accomplishment motivated. Accomplishing things is important to me, and that's what gets my, me all fired up and stuff like that. Uh, what I want to talk to you about right now on today's podcast is the modern day gold rush. And sorry for the long winded intro, but I just want to keep you guys updated on what's going on. But I, I believe, I'm sure. There is going to be a huge wave of wealth transfer and opportunity in home services over the next 10 years, unlike anything we've ever seen before, ever. I am certain of it. And it's a combination of the aging uh, baby boomer population. uh, And it's in conjunction with the way that millennials are. And I'm going to go through each of these in a minute. And the way that technology is headed. Okay. So here's the deal. I want you to imagine like 100 years ago when your great. Grandparents, your great-great-grandparents, whatever it is, uh, would they have hired someone to clean their, to wash their house, <laughs> to wash their windows, to clean their carpet, to mow their grass? Would that have been a thing? Well, the answer is no. Of course they wouldn't have. And that generation was trained, like, the only services back then were, like, maybe medical services or, like, Things that you had to have that you couldn't do, right? Like a a blacksmith or something. So services have always existed. But with home services, it doesn't even work correctly unless there's wealth in a country, right? So as America got wealthier and wealthier, home services started to kind of ramp up and do their thing or whatever. But the, the, the generations prior to now, you know, a couple back... They were very like conservative with their money. They knew how to do things themselves. They took pride in doing things themselves and they know how to do things themselves. Well, that group of people like the boomers. Okay. So their parents grew up in the, in the great depression. So they were raised by super financially conservative people who probably would never hire a home service. And then, but the baby boomers were spoiled and kind of grew up in the 50s, 60s, whatever it was. And, uh, and and they did spend money on services which caused a huge industry, right? Well, they're all really old now and they're going into assisted living homes, which by the way is one of the most lucrative, fastest growing industries there is because there's so many, boom, like the demand is huge. These things are popping up all over the country and they're making bank. These facilities make money hand over fist, okay? Most of them have a waiting list. You have to get like selected even. You have to be on a waiting list to have the privilege to spend $10,000 a month for, you know, grandpa and grandma to go there, right? And so it's a huge profitable industry. And as a side note, you should be targeting those types of accounts with your services. And you should be targeting relationships with people that are gatekeepers and decision makers at those places. Just as a practical tip, uh, you do not have to be a rocket scientist. You just have to have the right relationships and then work them consistently and think long term. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. So all these older people can't do services themselves, so they're going to pay you. And all the ones that are in the assisted living home, uh, the assisted living place is going to pay you to do it. And there's more and more of them all, all the time. Then you have the millennials. And the millennials, technically, barely, technically, I'm a millennial. I'm 36 years old. And I, I kind of hate that I'm a millennial. Like I was almost Generation X or whatever <laughs> was before millennial. But anyway millennials don't know how to do anything themselves okay like they can't change their own brake pads and now this is a blanket statement but as a trend this is the case okay we got like a country full of like you know snowflakey millennials right you'll see on tv and they're like they need their safe place and all that well that's not entirely true but it's funny like on the one extreme but on the other extreme Like, people are coming in, the millennials are coming into their wealth-creating years. They're starting to make money. These people are not stupid. They make money online. A lot of the people in the inner circle are really young. You know, Kaylin and Brandon Poland in the inner circle, she's 26, he's 24, and they just had their first $3 million month on the internet. Three years ago, they didn't have money to buy food, okay? These kids are seeing opportunities in different ways, and they're learning how to be marketers, and they're making a whole bunch of money. Now, those people are not going to clean their own carpet, but I promise... They're going to pay you to clean their carpet, and there's lots of them, lots of them, okay? They, they like things being fixed. They like things being clean, and they have no problem being on subscriptions. They have, no, like, we're in a subscription economy right now. You know, if that's something you haven't considered with your home service, like, there's a massive conversation to have around that because people are trained now. This generation is trained to pay monthly fees to have different services. They're trained to keep up with the Joneses, to impress their friends. If their friends get their car detailed, then they're going to get their car detailed. And and all that social pressure that really wasn't there two or three generations ago. It just wasn't like that. And so there's going to be this explosion. And here's the real kicker, the linchpin of why I think this is a big deal, is that uh, it's really hard to find good help right? Everybody's complaining all the time about how they can't find employees, right? And it's, it's legit, like it's, it's semi-valid. It's true because on the one hand, these millennial people, not only can't they work with their hands, they don't want to. They want to build like an online funnel and sit at Starbucks and have a Shopify store and travel. And they're going to buy smaller houses and they like to be a free spirit. and You know what I'm saying? So they don't want to go have a labor job, a lot of them. And so where are we going to find these people, right? Well, the thing is, is that there are millennials that will do those jobs and enjoy it, but you have to work harder to get them, find them, recruit them, and retain them. Like, that's on you. That's your job. You have to be uh, create an attractive offering to get those people to come out of the woodwork because there is less of them. It's not as normal now for young people to get out of high school and then go work all summer, digging ditches and mowing lawns, right? Like, that's what I did. My parents made me work my butt off. I had two jobs when I was 15. I'd ride my bike to the one and then ride my bike to wash dishes at this other restaurant. Um, Young kids aren't doing that as much now. And so what's happening is it's causing pressure on you and you can't find good people. So but whenever there's there's a pain point like that, that's like a whole market-wide trend, that is just... Bonafide proof that there's an opportunity because if you can lead, if you can, if you can offer a compensation package instead of just pay, if you can articulate the opportunity and and articulate the amazing culture that you put together, that's not just about money and we care about people and part of our revenue goes to save the whales or whatever, whatever works in your market for the young people you're trying to recruit into your business. If you can get that right and you can retain people and you can give them like these little golden handcuffs and dangle the carrot out and gamify your job experience and be engaged relationally with them, if you figure that out, you're going to have massive, massive competitive advantage because nobody else can find the people. You're going to find the best people and keep them, right? But in addition to all of what I've said so far, we have the technology piece. Home service companies are going to grow. Like the market, the demand is going to go nothing but up. Okay. It's going up, 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 up. It's going to keep going up. But the amount of people that want to do the work is, is, is going down, right? And the way that people buy is all moving to technology. So if you're one of these companies that's been listening to the show and you don't have A CRM with all the automation set up and you understand it and you put in the 15 hours of tutorials to learn it, that's a problem. If you don't understand the SEO stuff, if you don't have a plan to digitally market your business, push people to funnels, automate the booking and scheduling and payment and all that stuff. Like if you don't do that, you're going to get left behind. You're going to get stomped on. And that might sound dramatic, but eventually it's true. Like, you're literally going to get stomped on because people will not even find you anymore, okay? You'll just be stuck as this little artisan one-man show. And if that's what you want, then God bless you, that's perfectly fine. I'm talking to people that that's not what they want, but they've been putting off understanding technology. For example, all the trends are pointing to voice being the next big thing. And it's just self-evident, guys. Like, video is is popular and video ads and video Facebook Lives and all that are cool, but you have to stop what you're doing to watch a video. So podcasting is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because a lot of you guys right now as you listen to this, you're doing something else. You're not gonna stop everything and just listen to this. You're going to be going for a run. You're gonna be actually on the job site working, right? So it's a passive way to learn. You can do the dishes and listen to a podcast. So now we have Google Home devices and Alexa, right? which those things are super creepy to me. I'm not a fan, but it doesn't matter if I'm a fan. They're literally going to be everywhere soon. And people are starting to get trained on that's how you get services. Alexa, find me a carpet cleaner. Google, find me an electrician, right? This stuff is a tiny piece of the market right now in the way that people are buying, but it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It's happening, it's happening, wake up. In addition to that, you have the marketplaces that are coming out. So, you you know, we all have like a love-hate relationship if you have a home service company with like an Angie's List or a home advisor, right? Because they're like a doorway between you and your customer and they take a little piece of the money and it's really frustrating. That's not going away, that's gonna increase. Facebook is gonna be a marketplace for services. They're gonna be the doorway. Amazon is doing the same thing, and, and, and all these other big tech companies are looking at this, right? They want to get in between you and your customer, and because your customers are searching for services through these automated technological things, they're gonna, they're gonna scrape a little bit of money off the top. So you can hate it and get mad about it, or if you wanna participate in this gold rush, You better just sit down and figure out how to create the most compelling compensation package and compelling company culture ever and become obsessed with it and and become obsessed with recruiting year round and get good and develop that skill set. In addition to that, you're gonna start developing relationships with all these assisted living homes and all these medical services facilities all over the country taking care of old people because they're all loaded with cash and they're gonna pay you to do your stuff. And you're smart and you're gonna go build a 500 contact data mine list and go work those accounts. And lastly, you're going to get your head wrapped around the technology so that when someone says, Alexa, find me a window cleaner, you're the guy that pops up, right? When someone Googles, I need this service in so-and-so city USA, you're the guy that comes up with 183 reviews and the second guy has 26, right? This is the path, this is the opportunity. Because there's pain with staffing, all you gotta do is figure it out, which is totally impossible to figure it out. Other people figured it out, that means you can figure it out you figure that out by going deep and putting in the work, you're gonna become a complete nightmare to compete with. It's gonna be outrageous what's gonna happen. So hopefully that's encouraging to you. And that was a long rant. I will talk to you guys. I'll try to keep you updated on my trip uh, after I get some more cool, juicy, awesome insights. And thank you so much for the the reviews that you guys have been giving me too. I just got another one. I'm just gonna read a couple real quick because these are awesome. So um, Illuminated Window Washing said, What Josh is doing in his podcast is absolutely amazing. Just implementing a few steps of what he's teaching on here can drastically boost your business in the right direction. My window cleaning business, that's only been up and running for three months since the first job is doing three jobs a day now and I'm booked a month out. It's already time to purchase another vehicle and hire two more employees. Thank you for your podcast and super sales and marketing course forever grateful. That's awesome. Ninety days. You're booked a month out. You bought the super course, so thank you for that. And and you're welcome because it is a life changing, epic, amazing thing. But good job uh, on you, whatever your real name is, on executing. And then we have Daniel A One. Listening to Joshua's podcast is like hanging out with your best friend. <laughs> if your best friend was Michael Gerber or Michael Masterson mixed with Tony Robbins, Josh is currently doing a daily podcast. And my only complaint is that I'm left with so much good advice on a daily basis. I can't figure out what to implement first. I love all kinds of podcasts and listen to everything from Hardcore History, Tim Ferriss. But nothing makes me more happy than listening to Quick Talk. Thanks, Josh. That is just like, thank you so much. That is freaking awesome. Thank you, thank you. That is so cool. And then the last one I'll read here is by DDSDSU. I can't pronounce it. It's not like a word. Um, Simply amazing. This podcast is invaluable no matter how long you've been in business. I kid you not, it's life-changing. Oh, and Josh does it for free. Seriously, thank you, Josh. Well, thank you for taking the time to give me a digital high five and a five-star review and for all the kind words. I appreciate you guys very much. And um, that's it. Make sure you share these episodes, guys. Get the word out. People need this. Don't be an information hoarder. Be a benevolent distributor of great information. It will come back to you. You'll be blessed by it. Whenever you help other people, good things happen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.